the old renaissance is the new renaissance standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction this is the harlem brewing company uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste a sound and a feeling that can only be described in one way harlem style so come and take a trip on the a train with our harlem sugar hill golden ale and our harlem renaissance whip beer the neighborhood original Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance is proud to support the sixth box to row countdown to kickoff. And we're excited to welcome head coaches from area colleges and universities to the capital city. We look forward to another fantastic season of HBCU football filled with great games, rivalries, pageantry, and unforgettable fall Saturdays. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance works with local partners to grow the sporting event industry in our area. The GRSA has an extensive track record of securing and hosting successful tournaments and championships, resulting in significant economic impact for the region and an enhanced quality of life for our residents. In 2022, Raleigh was named Sports Travel Best Host City. To learn more, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RaleighNC Sports. Best of luck to all area HBCU football programs this season. On December 27th, 1892, Livingstone and Biddle College, now known as Johnson C. Smith University, played in Salisbury, North Carolina with Biddle winning 5-0. Over time, HBCU football has evolved. HBCU football's popularity continues to rise. Millions attend games each year and millions more watch on television. The HBCU bands provide some of the top entertainment in the country. Over that time, some of the best players to ever play in the National Football League played at HBCUs. Every Monday through Friday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, national radio and television host Donald Ware takes a look at what's happening in HBCU football and talks with coaches, players, administrators, and media about the season. Make sure you join the conversation on social media now. Here's your host, Donald Ware. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, August 23rd. I'm Donald Ware, three days away, just three days away from the start of the HBCU football season. And the student-athletes, again, take center stage on the HBCU football daily podcast. We're going to take things to Richmond, Virginia. Say hello to probably one of the best two running backs in all of HBCU football. Uh, One of the best in the country. He's a junior from Bridgeton, New Jersey. Rushed for 1,920 yards on last year. He is Jada Byers. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's going on, Jada? What's up? Thanks for having me on here. Hey, look, it's it's, it's my pleasure. I mean, what a season for you. But but even before we talk about that, how's and and you you were just discussing that, you know, earlier today, uh, you know, you had a really good football practice. You guys are coming off. Uh, an appearance in the Division Two playoffs. How is camp coming to this point? Uh, to be honest, camp coming is just like you, us being a student, us being the teachers. For the older guys, I feel as though our seniors, they're being students and teachers. For the young guys, they're just being the students. They're learning from the, the older guys that the positions that they play and the coaches are on their, eight, on their ones and twos and making sure we're in the right position for us to have a great ball club this year. 
Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, as you prepare for your opening game um, on uh, on next week, as a matter of fact, season is already here. Um, as a team, your thoughts on how the team did? Because you guys have been knocking at the door, or Virginia Union had been knocking at the door for a couple of years now. Didn't win the CIAA championship, but earned a spot in the D two playoffs. So your thoughts? Yeah. My thoughts about that, it's a great experience. It's like a lot of teams haven't had that experience yet. So that just shows you what Virginia Union is really about and what Coach Parker teaches over there at this program. And also, it's just full as though we got that great experience now. We know what it feels like to be there. But everybody knows what we really wanted to do, and we wanted to come out with a CIAA championship and have a run for the Nats. But this year, that's our team goals this year. We've been locked in 100% for us and have had a great camp. And every day we're just trying to better ourselves. And then for you personally, I mean, what – you know, just talk about. It. I mean, you rushed for almost two thousand yards in two thousand twenty-two. Oh man, I just, I just realized. I just go back and do what I do every year when football comes around, and when football is not around. Like my freshman year, I had nine hundred and ten yards. My freshman year at Virginia Union, and I always go back and look at the things I did wrong. That's one thing about me. You guys, any coach that ever coached me, I never praise the good things I do because when you do that, you start to get big-headed. And I don't do that things. I go look at and look and praise the things I did bad. Like, oh, I could have did a better block this year. Or I could have had this right here. Or I could have made a better cut or anything. And I go back and watch film and look at the things I did wrong. And that's how I feel as though I had the season that I had last year because of the things I did wrong my freshman year. I got it right my sophomore year. So now this year I'm trying to do the same thing. I went back and looked at film and looked at the things I did wrong. And especially with the front five I have, hopefully they, they've been working all, all summer and doing what they do to better themselves. And us watching film together is just coming together as a team. And that's full as though that's my personal goal for my team to come with me as a team and make me the best player I could be to come out of Virginia Union. What do you feel like? You, you, you mentioned doing some things wrong. I mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a whole lot. I mean, if you look at the numbers and your guys' success – Right, but again, you're your harshest critic. So what are some of the things you felt like you didn't do as well last year? Uh, me personally, like I, I feed back off my, 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 blocking, my blocking ability. I feel as though I could have had a better blocking, better blocking game added to my game that I have now. And also, like divide off the game, I never forget the third play. I made an extra step and I didn't have to on a cut move where I only got eight yards and it could have been a, a, a 85 or a touchdown. You, you see the difference in that? My yards could have went from – 1900 to 2010 yards, whatever you want to be, I could have reached that 2000 mark. And I also go look at all the games where I could have did an extra cut instead of just running uh, south and west. I could have been running north and south and things like that. So instead of me doing extra cuts, and sometimes, sometimes just get straight downhill and do what I got to do. I take it that uh, that that Valdosta game in the cut you didn't make bothers you because you could have, like you said, you could have gotten that 2000 yards. Does that still bother you a little bit? Yeah, because it's like, even though I had a big game and that was a record-setting game for me that people always mention themselves is that, oh, I rushed for 319 uh, yards and uh, made that a single uh, division record. It's just I felt great about it and did what I had to do. But, yes, that one cut did bother me. Jada Byers, again, a junior for the Virginia Union Panthers, plays running back, 1,920 yards rushing on last year's 18 rushing touchdowns. He also caught two touchdown passes. He is, again, a junior from Bridgeton, uh, New Jersey, he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. For so, what what are some of the things that you worked on, you know, in this in this off season to prepare for the 2023 season? 
Oh, I worked on a lot. I worked on getting my health right, making sure my mental is right. And that's what people fail to realize. You can't play this game if your health is not right and your mental is not right. And just making sure I'm in the best shape of my ability to be because it's fourth quarters in the game. It's not one quarter, two quarters. The game is called football. It's fourth quarters and all. You might got to get prepared for overtime sometimes. So I feel as though I went home and I went to make a couple trips to work out with a couple trainers. Like one trainer helped me with my blocking ability. Named the Speed Genius on Instagram is named Brandon. And he played for Auburn. He was an Auburn running back. And that's one thing he told me. He said, yeah, I looked at the film. You, like, you could do everything else well, but one thing that the coach is going to look at you for the next level because you're a 5'7 running back. They want to see if you're ready to protect uh, Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes and stuff like that. That's a million-dollar running back. and a million-dollar How do you want to say a million-dollar quarterback that you got to protect? Are you able to block a Michael Parsons if he's coming on the blitz? And I said, right now, if I was to do that, I might not be able to. But if, that's why I got my body shape to be able to block wherever it comes my way. So that's full as though that was the – least of my ability that I need to add it to my game, but everything else is just natural instance off of me. You you were listed at you, you said five seven, you were listed at one eighty. What what are you up to now in terms of weight? What are you up to now? Right now I'm at one eighty five. Okay. So you put you put on five five good pounds in the off season. Speak speak to that yeah. and that that's 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 just hard work and dedication. Yeah, it, it definitely is. All the days in the weight room, and then we got a new strength and conditioning coach, our wide receiver coach, Montario Hand Coach Hand. That's my dog right there. He makes sure he's on me every day. And one thing he tell me, hey, you ain't going to mess this up for yourself, and you ain't going to mess it up for your kids you have at home. You got to do what you got to do, and I'm going to be on you every day. And that's one thing he do. He keep me holding accountable and making sure I'm doing what I got to do. Did you have – did you have – two? this question is twofold. Did you have an opportunity – in this day of the transfer portal and all of that, did you have an opportunity to transfer? Did you consider uh, maybe putting your name in the transfer portal? No, I didn't consider my, putting my name in the transfer portal at all because I came from a Division One level. And I know how it is for every kid to, oh, I want to go D1, I want to go here. And one thing I learned about that is when I was at Sacred Heart, I was trying to make myself comfortable where I wasn't at. At Virginia Union, I'm the most comfortable person I could be. I could just be myself and – that's why I feel as though I would never leave Virginia Union, regardless of what teams want me to come there. I don't think Jada Byers' name will ever be in the portal. No doubt about it. Jada Byers, running back for Virginia Union, joins us here on the program. So, you know, you you are interested in um, getting the all-time rushing record this year, uh, which is 2,628 yards. It was set by Barry Sanders at Oklahoma State in 1988. Speak to that. You've, you've got confidence and belief that that's something you and your and your line uh, and the team as a whole can get done? I feel as though, like I tell everybody this, the days we work hard and the days we're just sitting there doing what we have to do and watching film, game is about inches. And I feel as though God wrote my story. He wrote my life out already. It's in a Bible, but I'm just living the actions. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And it's always set the God, the, uh, set the uh, goal high. You set your goal too low. You're not, you're not making yourself better. So if I was just put in my head and say, all right, Barry Sanders rushed for 2,842 yards with 42 touchdowns, why not say, Jay, let's just get 3,000 yards this year with 43 touchdowns. The least I would take to myself, like, being realistically, okay, I might do have a bad game, but you never know what God got planned for me. The least I would take is 2,500 yards. To me, that's 600 more yards that I added on to what I had last year. So that means me going back to watch film and doing what I had to do and making sure everything comes together, how God got his plan. How excited are you personally and then your teammates as well? Because you guys are playing in the Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic against Morehouse 
on Sunday, September 3rd. It's your season opener. Um, it's going to be on NFL Network. It's in Canton, Ohio. And that's got to you, you've got to be excited. I mean, because you're on a national audience where there is TV, right? Like Union's been on TV, but not maybe to this magnitude. You've got to be pretty excited about that. Hey, our team can't wait. When I say we can't wait, it's going to be a show that we're coming to bring out. And it's an opportunity for both sides of the team. It's not an opportunity for Virginia. It's an opportunity for Morehouse, too. I know they got some guys with it that's ready to show their talent and showcase what they've been putting on the hard work in and over the season. To show them, what, hey, we're going to show Virginia and what we're about. And Virginia is going to show us what they're about. It's a showcase for everybody. It's not just a single person out there just saying, oh, he's just better than everybody out here. Let's just focus on this one kid. It's a showcase for Morehouse. It's a showcase for Virginia Union. It's also a showcase for the coaches. Hey, coaches, hey, it might give a coach the opportunity to, hey, hey, man, next level, coach. We call them for you. We see what you do with the kids you got there. You never know what happens for anybody. It's always in God's hands. So I feel as though us being on that network is best for both teams and showing what both programs are really about and how deep history is with both programs. A couple of more thoughts with Jada Byers of Virginia Union, who joins us here um, on on the program, and we really appreciate the time. What what is what do you like that when you're not playing ball and you're not on the field? I mean, I know, I mean, I know you're serious. You already talk. You're always talking about you're watching film. So I mean, when you're even not watching film or you're, you know, you don't have schoolwork, what do you, what do you like to do? I just like to spend spend time with my two kids that I have, my daughter and my son. That's the most thing I have important to me so besides i'm not doing that i'm just having fun with them and making memories with them as long as i can before i come back to school how did you end up at uh, at virginia union uh so what happened was i was at sacred heart things didn't go right well meaning not no graves or nothing like that it's just i didn't want to be there no more and i wound up hopping in the portal and my all-star coach from midgley when i played for the peewee level quan johnson is very a very close friend of coach parker and he Quan told Coach Parker about me, and like a week later, Coach Parker wound up calling me and say, "Jada, hey, I want you to come play football for Virginia Union." And that's how I just wound up getting here. And I just said, "Hey, Coach, I'm ready to come ball." No, Dad, did I you call and I accepted? It. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said I just got the call and I accepted it. And when I got here, just been open orders ever since then. Yeah, how much? I mean, was it? You know, and I know it was the connection uh, to, to to Coach Parker. Um, you know, obviously he's, he's an HBCU guy through and through. I mean, did you, were you aware of H, how much did you know about HBCUs prior to coming to Virginia Union? Uh, I didn't, I didn't really know about too much HBCUs before I came to Virginia because, you know, every kid dream was to go to a big division one level of football coming out of high school. And that was always my dream. Like my dream school is LSU. That was always my dream school, always been my dream school. And it was like, Hey, once I put that in my head, I got to be true for myself and doing what I got to do was best for me go get it done. And once I got here, I know a lot about HBCUs now. It's somewhere where I could really just be myself. No doubt. So you're, what are you pursuing your degree in and what do you ultimately hope to do with it once your football playing days are over? Uh, So my degree is social work. That's my major right now. Minor, I'm about to start business, a minor business. So what I plan on doing is right now, I, when I go back home in the summer, I'll start football camps up and I got shirts about to start going around. Like mean is, as the shirt's going to be IMU. That's going to be the stand on the shirt. And what that mean by that is for anybody, not just a football player, you know, life in general. Some kids may look up to people that's not football players, basketball players, maybe, you know, some street people. You never know what kids look up to nowadays with this generation. So I started a small business with the shirt's going to call IMU. What I mean by that, the kid that you're looking up, that kid that's looking up to you, you're that kid. You was once that kid at a point in life. And, that's why I'm trying to get these kids to see that 
I was you at one point in life. At one point in life, if I didn't have nothing, some days where I do got it now, and I look up to certain people that's older than me. Also, back home, I'm a part of a a, a business called Life Worth Living, and that's my uncle's business. He's a social worker himself, where we go around and talk to kids for schools and just having like just giving this generation back what we didn't have, and talking about this generation. What's the next step? It's not always got to be a doctor, a lawyer. There's multiple ways out here to do what you have to do to pursue your dream. And, after that, when football season is over for me and I'm well set in stone, if I did make it to the NFL, if I done it, I feel as though I'm going to have a, a great things to leave for my kids and leave everything in their name. And they would not ever be have to ask nobody for anything. They would always have things I didn't have, and that's just my goal, to make sure my kids are taken care of, my family is taken care of, and I leave them the best I can leave them. No, it's a beautiful thing. Last thought, so growing up in Bridgeton, which, I, I, which is South Jersey, which is the Philadelphia area, I mean, that's a – you know, that's probably probably more known for basketball, I, I, I would think. I mean, but he's, he's great athletes. I mean, that's the bottom line. Got so, w- did you did you were you a basketball player also growing up? Yeah, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was a a, a a main basketball player, but I was a basketball player. So we have some things like we got we got a league called Pal, we got a league called City League, and the City League for the little kids. I won six in a row. I won a championship six times in a row. I won four MVPs in the league. And that's what I tell people, like, back home. I tell people, hey, I, I, I'm the next Jordan. That's what I want to say. Jordan won six for six. Bro. And that's how I did for me. And when I got to the older level, I won three straight there. And it's just I, – I wasn't going to say I was the main basketball kid, but I was a pretty great athlete at it. So I know the game, and I'm very quick on my feet. I know how to just play my role when it's time for me to do what I got to do. So what at Hamilton, did you play, did you play basketball also? Uh, I played basketball my freshman year, and then my sophomore and junior year, I locked in on football even more. And then my senior year, when football season was over, it was like, hey, I might as well stay in shape. And it's crazy to say this, that my senior year, that basketball team was St. Joe. We have the best record that St. Joe ever had. I think we won, I think the record was set at 24 and 5. We won 24 games, we only lost 5. Wow. You started on that team? Uh, I, I didn't start. I could have started, but I didn't. You know, I was just a role player. I was basketball is not my main sport. So if I see as this is a guy that basketball is the main sport to that guy, I would take the back seat to that guy. Yeah, I'm not no oh hater coach. I'm better than no. He came here to play basketball, coach. Let him do what he do. Let him perform. I'm not going to outshine that guy. I'm not going to try to outshine that guy. But I'm going to make sure this guy is on his ones and twos and make sure he's the best player when he gets on that court. And I was, I would say, I was the six man. I was. The, Ginobili, Lou Williams, James Harden at the point of the time. I was one of them. Yeah. But when I got on the court, I turned into a Kyrie Irving. Right. I turned into an Uncle, I turned into an Uncle Drew when I got on the court. That's it. I like that. Are you, are you a 76ers fan? No, nah, I actually I don't have no favorite basketball team. I'm just a LeBron fan. Okay. That's what I tell people. LeBron is my Jordan to everybody. I never watched Michael Jordan play. So when people always bring that argument, oh, who's better than LeBron or Jordan? LeBron is my Jordan. That's all I can tell people. No, so that, that's a fair. No, that, that is very fair. Well, Jada Byers, again, running back for Virginia Union, HBCU All-American, uh, an overall All-American, uh, really, for that matter. He's a junior from Bridgeton, New Jersey. Of course, Virginia Union opens the season Sunday, September 3rd in the Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic in Canton, Ohio, as he joins us here on the program. Jada, appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Panthers this season. Appreciate it. Good luck to you too.
We hope you enjoy this episode of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can watch on our YouTube page on YouTube at HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to get your HBCU football fix on Box to Row with Donald Ware each weekend on a radio station near you and on Sirius XM on the HBCU channel, channel 142, and on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM, channel 84. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest in HBCU football. And don't forget to tell a friend.